you have arrived at your destination. See, like, I don't like a lot of the big event ones, like when they put Shaquille O'Neal in a shark tank and shit like that. <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck about those. Right. Uh, I just like the one where it's like, you know, show me more air jaws. Right. I want to see more sharks hopping out of the fucking water. Exactly. <laughs> and eating shit out of the air. I think that's fucking awesome. Hoss, how you doing today? Really good. Excellent. Excellent. It's another week. Another another day of the week. And that means it's time for the Video Struck Podcast. Wow. Yeah. Just getting right into it. <laughs> we're, we're getting right That's into good. it. We're, we're talking Black Widow today because we both have Black Widow. I saw it twice. Yeah. The MCU is kicking back up finally. Uh, you know, you've had the TV shows and all that fine i guess so. yeah and uh, as you will discuss this granted there's gonna be a lot of spoilers in here so maybe the first 10 15 minutes of the yes. podcast it's just gonna be kind of what we're doing and kind of stuff like that yes if you're if you haven't seen black widow yet just be aware when we get to that conversation there's gonna be some damn spoilers in there oh, but one of the first it. things we're gonna lead with <laughs> is the mid-credit stinger yeah <laughs> that did not sting. That didn't sting that much. It wasn't that stingy. It wasn't very stingy at all. You're you're no, hundred percent no, correct. Hundred percent correct. Uh, it was intriguing. I was impr- I was intrigued by what was going on, but it was not a uh, oh my goodness. Um, but yes, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's. Uh, what what what, are you, what have you been playing, Hoss? Or I guess actually, is there anything else we've watched that you want to talk about? Uh, so yeah, I watched a TV show, uh, that I'm only a few episodes into it, but like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked on this show, I think a couple of months ago about how me and my wife watched the show, the toys that made us. Yes. Love that show. We started watching the movies that made us. Yes. That's a good one too. That, that fucking rules, man. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I was shocked at like how many new stories they were able to pull out of people on that one. Because yeah, because uh, uh, I'd known a lot of stories surrounding some of those movies like Die Hard and, you know, and Home Alone's been kind of uh, dissected a lot. But, uh, you know, some of them is just like, oh, yeah, OK, I didn't know Arguably more than it deserved. Right. right man. I rewatched that movie with yeah. Samantha like a year and a half ago. I hate yeah. that movie. I, I mean, it's for children. I still enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah, like me and Samantha watched uh Home Alone again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like a year and a half ago, right before Christmas, we were we were gonna try to do this like thirty-one days of Christmas movies thing, mm-hmm. and found out that like most Christmas movies we liked when we were kids were shit, and usually <laughs> in some way or another designed to sell you toys. I mean, uh, yes, that's the reason that most things exist. That doesn't bother me because most of the things I enjoyed as a child were to sell me a thing. So, you know, what, what do you mean? They they had like they had to sacrifice all those Transformers and G.I. Joes to yeah. introduce new characters for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a greater profit. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it made for a shocking moment in a movie. So, you know, <laughs> it did. It did. It's Multiple times. Yeah, uh, right. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I really have. Uh, I've liked the show. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the movies that made us like we're only a few episodes in. I think the Die Hard episodes coming up. Mm-hmm. Um. The uh, the Dan Aykroyd actually on video talking about like yeah. uh, the John Belushi <laughs> stuff and everything like he's yeah. you know even now thirty something years later like the guy still kind of tears up about the whole thing and really mm-hmm. really yeah. sucks uh, yeah. and also I didn't know all that stuff about Harold Ramis and Bill Murray yeah that they had that big falling out or whatever yeah that they was... kept. They kept a lid on that. It was always just like, oh, Bill doesn't want to do it. That's why we're not doing another one. Right. Oh, Bill doesn't want to do it. It's like, apparently, he didn't want to fucking be in the room with Harold Ray. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, were- now, I also know that, like, you know, Bill Murray was notoriously kind of a jackass when he was younger and has definitely yeah. softened in his older age. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. 
indeed. But yeah, so some of that stuff's really cool. I I, I like that show a lot. Um, yeah, I, I will definitely watch more. They said there's a new season's coming out like in a month. Yes, uh, very soon. New season of that and another season of uh, Toys That Made Us as well. So I like that group. They do good documentaries. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know where they came from, but they they did that Toys That Made Us thing. I think they kickstarted that thing and then got it on net, got a deal for Netflix and took off like they're really good at doing documentaries so you know their dirty dancing one was right. really good i was out right. like, the edge of my seat like this is fascinating <laughs> right yeah the, that it almost didn't get made oh man it's so good multiple good times stuff. almost didn't get made yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah i i don't give a crap about dirty dancing like i i've seen that movie it's not for me uh but that was a extremely interesting documentary for sure yeah, but they were dancing dirtily were dirtily very dirty. They need to do a. I want to see a Footloose one. That's what I want because Footloose oh, is man. very formative to my years. No, it's not. Not at all. Yeah, my I fucking like Footloose. Fuck you. Footloose. If you're going to use this platform to talk <laughs> shit about Footloose, I'm not talking shit about Footloose. I'm just saying it wasn't extremely formative for me. That's all. No, I love Footloose. I think it's amazing. Um, but yes, um, more of those, please. More, more. More movies that made us and toys amazing. Yeah, I, I have discovered something as I've gotten older. Uh, this is probably something about me now being an old man or something. Yeah, but I can watch a documentary on almost anything. Yeah, me too. I'm that's I'm just, I'm right there with you. Like, um, there's a great one on Netflix called. Oh, it, it's it's like one in a million or something. I need to I need to figure out that title again. Um, I will look up that title uh, very soon. Uh, but it's it's really good, and I don't want to tell you what it's about. That's the interesting about. That's the interesting. Huh. About it. so, okay. Uh, it, the it's long shot. It's called Long Shot. Just called. Long I shot. have watched that. Long shot is amazing. Like, that is an amazing. Dodger Stadium. Yes, Dodger Stadium. It's, yes. It curbs so your fucking enthusiasm, saves the guy's life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to mention that, but yes, it's amazing. Oh man, what a great documentary that is! It's so good. Um, yes, and it's only like thirty minutes long. Yes, yes, and it's incredible. Like in the thing, just like so, I was watching. I was like five minutes into it, and Samantha had come home, and I'm like, Sam, you just gotta sit down. She's like, I gotta. No, 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 no sit down. It's I, already. I was hooked. And I rewound it, and then we sat there. Oh. We watched it. By the end of it, we're like. Near the end, like as the twists and turns keep happening, I'm like, mm -hmm. I got goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Shit, I got goosebumps again. Right? It just like it kept shit. escalating. It was so shit. Funny. I got goosebumps again. I'm like, oh, oh. Fuck, that was amazing. It's so uh, good. And then seeing the footage, the final footage, it's just like, oh, it's so good. I love yep. it. Oh, love that documentary. There's a documentary I'd like to talk about that I hate on Netflix too, as well. As long as we're on the subject, sure. Uh, it's about that stupid hotel one, um, you know, where that where the lady like got found in the the water tank, sadly. And there's all that creepy yes. footage of her like kind of looking out the elevator door and stuff like that. Yes. Um, it, it's named after the hotel the documentary is or whatever. Uh, yes, that's it's the, like hotel something something. Yeah. yeah, that's the worst documentary I've ever watched in my life. Uh, it, it because they spend like five episodes going like like so like it was haunted this hotel and maybe cursed even and maybe that's what got into now was drugs it was a lot a lot of drugs that were found in her system she was definitely on drugs like that's the sixth episode and it's like oh okay so you you've literally like you've you've passed through this whole nonsense just to get to episode six and go now it's definitely drugs she was absolutely well and and that's actually the problem i have with almost everything like i don't watch any of that paranormal kind of shit like i love a good ghost story yeah uh when you treat it on the surface level as this is a ghost story right and exactly. if you don't believe in ghosts this is not going to change your mind yes uh you know it's i think there is a there is a hardcore fallacy that comes in here that like everybody thinks when they make these, you know, documentaries about paranormal kind of things, it's like, oh, we're really going to fucking turn the tide of right. people not believing in this horseshit. It's like, no, you're not. No, no you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. It, I remember when that was stripped away from me because I used to be really into unsolved mysteries and stuff like that. Like, like the, the alien, I, they terrified me, the alien episodes of like Unsolved oh, yeah. Mysteries, but I watched them all the, the time. Lock, the Loch Ness Monster episodes were always yeah. really good. Yeah. And you're and, like, Hey man, maybe that thing's real. And then you turn 15 and went, fuck. Oh, we, we have footage of whales. So it's probably not real. 
So yeah, <laughs> whales exist. We have tons of footage of that, and they live in the ocean. So we'd probably have footage of this thing. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my whole thing on the Loch Ness. But it's like like I used to be into that, and then I watched, and you, and it kind of terrified me a little bit, but I kind of liked it, you know. And then I watched Alien Autopsy, uh, unclassified on Fox TV at, on Friday. Is that the night. one where they? Is that the one where they debunked it and they showed like, hey, this telephone's from like 30 years later? Well, it's the one where they tried to pass it off as like absolutely like this is totally like a thing that's like real. You know, like Fox had that sensationalist type, you know, Friday night. Yeah. Mid 90s yeah. Fox. They, they tried Man. to. Get, it's whenever it's whenever. um uh, uh What do you call it? X-Files was off the air. They tried to keep that audience. Whenever it was off season, they'd like yeah. get those sensationalist like like Ooh, aliens, UFOs caught on camera. And this was one of them. And I watched that as a kid who is terrified of gray aliens and like totally believes the whole thing. And I watched that. and I went, well, that's fake. Like that's that's a paper mache doll they're cutting into. Like that is yes. like 100 percent the fakest thing I've ever looked at in my life. Like totally yes. unbeknownst to like an adult telling me I was just like, well, that's a that's not real. <laughs> like, and that's what killed it for me. That's what well, killed the whole. Well, this is horseshit. Oh, oh, this is hor- this is garbage. OK, this is all yeah, been you, garbage. Like, you think I'm a fucking stupid person. But but that stuff always does like interest me, like the human element of those things, like ghost stories and like alien stories, because most of the time I believe that they believe they saw something and it's intriguing to investigate those sorts of situations. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, and I I love the idea that, and I actually love listening to these ghost stories because everyone has been startled in the dark, right? And your mind, for whatever reason, when you're in the dark and you're already at that heightened, you know, emotional level that you get in those situations, you, your mind immediately doesn't go to, well, that was just something falling down in the pantry to someone right. breaking into my house, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah precisely it's it, it it doesn't automatically go to that that thing but you know they're reasonable with, right it, it it but there's there's always like people that are like kind of more you know like they're they're more imaginative or they're more like you know uh, uh their perception is a little bit more out there so they'll you know kind of perceive things in a more supernatural light that's how i kind of view those situations i don't think that everybody who's seen a ghost or believes they saw a ghost is lying about it you know i think they saw something that they that they perceived as being a ghost like or an alien or an alien you know you know ufo or something like that you know it's intriguing to to investigate those things you know Uh, those are the types of documentaries i like that are just like like something clearly occurred here you know i don't know what it was but something went down you know that's because otherwise you know it just would be like who, who who are these people that are just lying about this one particular event, like the lights in the sky over Nevada? It's like, those were there. I don't know what the explanation of them were is, but they were in the sky. I saw them. You know, <laughs> it's like... I'm not so, saying it's aliens, <laughs> but it's aliens. But it's aliens, yeah. And then there's ancient aliens that... that That's what killed History Channel for me. So Yeah, yeah I actually, ever since uh, it became just Pawn Stars and that, I mm-hmm. don't think I've ever turned on the History Channel again. Yeah, yeah. It was one of my favorite channels for a while. And then it just... It was. Uh, it got and then they decided bad. they didn't want to talk about World War II anymore, and I was yeah. like, "Well, fuck this." <laughs> that, yeah, it, Discovery was there too. Like I'd I'd flip through Discovery and History Channel all the time, um, and then they just I'm big in Discovery this week. It's Shark Week, man. Yeah, Shark Week. Shark Week is always fun. <clears throat> See, like I don't like a lot of the big event ones, like when they put Shaquille O'Neal in a shark tank and shit like that. <laughs> right? I don't give a fuck about those. Right? Uh, I just like the one where it's like, you know, show me more air jaws. Right. I want to see more sharks hopping out of the fucking water. Exactly. <laughs> and like, eating shit out of the air. I think that's fucking awesome. Exactly. Now you show uh, you show me Shaq wrestling a shark, and then I'm down. So okay, yeah. is Cody Rhodes there? I maybe could be Big Show. Who knows? Okay. It's Big Show. Well. In a, it's Big Show. It's Paul White in a shark outfit. That's in a left shark outfit. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
left shark. I just had it. Yep, I had that mental image of the the Katy Perry performance. Exactly. And I was like, yep, that's, <laughs> we couldn't get him a good costume, so we got him the best costume. We got him left shark. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, good stuff. Um, you've been playing stuff, Hoss. I have been playing a few things as well. So yeah. Um, let's, let's Number one is kind of follow up on what I uh, had said on our last show. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing to play some Final Fantasy. I didn't have as much time to play it this week as I wanted to, but uh, mm-hmm. I almost uh, have a Chocobo. I'm very close to the level requirement to get myself a Chocobo. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided I'm going to, I guess when I get paid this week, I think I'm just going to buy it. Okay. Yeah. Just get it. Uh, and just upgrade from the, the free trial thing, just because there's... Uh, they're doing kind of a cool package right now where if you own the game and you're like a paying customer, not on the trial uh, and you pre-order the next expansion, Mm -hmm. uh, you get this set of earrings that your character can wear. uh, that give you 30% more XP. Mm. Yeah. So you level up faster. Uh, So, uh, cause I'm basically in this sprint now because I think the new expansion comes out in October, maybe beginning of November. Um, and yeah, I'm like level 24 or something like that right now. But as you get higher, the level grind gets longer and things like that. So like I'm at a full blown sprint trying to get caught up to everybody so we can experience the new expansion together in November. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's fun, man. I, I'm liking it. I've done three different dungeons now. So the first couple dungeons were kind of meh. Uh, the third one that I did was really cool. I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, it's basically like you're uh, clearing up all these like uh, collapsed uh, <clears throat> tunnels in this old mine. And come to find out like this big monster had been imprisoned down there. Well, he gets out and... So you have to fight him while at the same time also attacking his little minions that are like smaller versions of him that are like attacking the walls trying to get out. Okay. Uh, so you can't just let them do that or you'll fail. Right. Um, so it's pretty cool. You're like, so you're attacking them, getting them maintained, and then you know having some of your guys keep on the big guy to chip away at his health and everything. Right. It was cool. It's, it's the first time that... Uh, in one of these dungeons, they've really had something where y- you were juggling more than just, I don't know, kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another one where like there was a slime monster that you couldn't actually kill uh, yeah. until it got really small. Basically, you had to keep getting luring it near these blasting caps yeah. uh, inside this cave so it would blow it up and then turn into two and then turn into four and then turn into eight. And then right. they were small enough where you could just kill them. Right. Uh, so you're luring them over to this thing while attacking them and then running away at the last second so that you don't get caught in the explosion. He blows up. Nice. Uh, like I said, none of this is like mind blowing content or anything, but it was a fun little mix from just, you know, just, just you know, start running up the one, two, one, two, four, five, one, two, one, two, and waiting for your cooldowns. Right. Uh, that you're normally doing in this. You're like, oh, should we actually have to kind of pay attention? Um, right. Which, which was fun. Uh, I liked it yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy continues to be cool, and I think you should play it with me. Um, yeah, I might give it a shot. I'm not big into MMOs all that much, but uh, that that one's been consistently good for a long time since they blew up the world and rebooted it. So you know, I might uh, I might. Well, give and it your a investment shot. would be zero dollars and zero it, cents. Yeah, it's it's like that one and that one in Guild Wars Two. That's the one everybody still talks about as like being like consistently good. Um, I like Guild Wars 2 a lot. Guild Wars 2 has one big problem for me, where they went and made it completely free. Mm -hmm. It's just like, well, if you want more than two characters, and they severely limit what you can do with each character as far as, like, jobs go for crafting and things like that. Sure. You can only have two characters, or you gotta pass. Right. Uh, And you can only have this many of this, or you gotta pass. Or, (laughs) oh, you want a guild bank? Now you gotta pass. I just felt like every time I turned around, I was having to, like, shell off five bucks to them. Right. <laughs> uh, which I wasn't fond of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, I, I I really think... Th- and the cool thing is, if you got Final Fantasy, uh, just like the trial version, even right. though you can't have a friends list, I can be friends with you, so I okay. can group up with you and walk you through a lot of it. Got it. Uh, so yeah, like you can get a lot of the advantages of that experience uh, 
you know, without having to pay. So yeah, yeah I, I think that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, but nice. yeah, I, I, I'm continuing to enjoy my time with Final Fantasy 14. I, I kind of, uh, am excited to see more of it, especially like, you know, once you get a mountain and then I think around like level 40 or something like that, you can get flying mounts and stuff like that. So there's definitely a lot more to see. So. Right. Right. On. Uh, uh, the cool. other thing that I'll say is that I have in the evenings, like five events at a time, mm-hmm. I have been chipping away at, I think it'll be my fifth complete playthrough of uh, Burnout Paradise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've been just like doing five races a night, just something to do like before you go to bed, kind of yeah. clear your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. I... I'm playing it's on game pass. Cause you know, it's, it was part of the EA play. So I, I don't think they've done anything to it. I think this is just like the Xbox one X re-release of it, mm-hmm. but that's like the uh, one version I hadn't played. So I'm like, Hey, I can get all these achievements again, 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 <laughs> again, because I completed the game, uh, on 360 originally then PS three. And when I say complete, I mean, 100%. Right. Um, everything. Yeah. Uh, and the Big Surf Island expansion, everything. Uh, so I did that on Xbox and then PlayStation 3 and then PC and then the PC re-release and then the PS4 re-release. Yeah. I somehow uh, just held myself back from buying the Switch version because I'm like, I don't really want to play what's equivalent to like that 360 version. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I kind of liked a lot of those graphical improvements they made to the other versions. But, nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, so that's what I've been playing. What about you, Brandon? Very cool. Uh, I played a little game called Tricky Towers. It's a lot of fun. Um, so I got I've a few played f- that. Yeah, it's a good game. I, I've uh, uh, I got a few friends uh, across the uh, across the world. Got a friend in Thailand, uh, a couple friends in Sweden, and uh, sometimes we'll get on and. Uh, We'll just uh, play some online games. And that was one that they had. And I went ahead and I just bought it. Uh, it's like it's like thirteen dollars on Steam. Not too not too much um, for uh, for a game. But yeah, it's basically um, Tetris, but with real physics. So uh, you're a little wizard and you're like kind of like stacking your blocks up. But as I said, like it has actual gravity physics. So like the blocks don't just lock in wherever you put them. They can be pushed off or if you don't have it on properly it'll tilt over and you'll have an un- you'll have a faulty tower and it'll just like fall over it's it's a lot of fun uh it, it's pretty funny because there's different modes you have just a regular race to get to the top um that's a lot of fun because you'll always like you'll get somebody who just like tries to slam stuff down as quickly as possible and that obviously doesn't uh you know doesn't work out for them because uh, once something gets unstabilized, they can't put stuff on top of it uh, either. Um, there's a mode where, like, there's weather, so there's wind blowing in a certain direction that'll just blow your guys off all the time. Uh, what's interesting about that game, I will say, is people need to get you, you need to get out of your head that the Tetris piece, the long piece, the one that saves the day in Tetris, you know, um, the, the one everybody wants, that piece should never go up. It should not not ever, but typically in this game, you need to find a spot to where it will go lay flat, which is the opposite of what you typically think when you think of Tetris. And I thought that was very cool. That yeah, I, I always found that uh, laying that piece down horizontally, it made it like a table. Yeah, it locked like, everything. Right, now down. I can go back to work mm-hmm. with the other pieces. Exactly, you, you lock down what's in there, and it's and it's just it's way better, and you can balance stuff on top of it. So much better than putting it vertical, especially when there's wind blowing. Because if you put it, if you put it vertical while wind is blowing, it's worthless. But it, it it's so funny because like getting your head right in the idea of like putting down the long piece in Tetris, you always put it down vertically because that's the point. That's how you get a Tetris in it. So very interesting. But uh, this isn't Tetris. This is Tricky Towers. There's that. There's the wind. This ain't version. your mama's Tetris. This, this ain't your mama's Tetris. <laughs> and there's different power-ups, which I like too, which kind of keep the game interesting. You have Bramble, which will like let that piece like kind of grapple to the pieces that it touches. Um, you have Enlarge, where it'll just make the piece like gigantic on their side and they have to deal with it. There's Lock. You can lock the other player's pieces to where they can't spin it. Um, really cool little, uh, little, little distractions you can throw and interact with your, with the other player with. That's a lot of fun. Gets, gets you screaming at your friend as 
much as possible because it's a friendship bender this game for sure. Um, my favorite mode though is probably the uh, fit as many pieces as you can on the on the tower part thing. Uh, that one's really that one's really fun because you only have a limited amount of pieces or you only have like a limited amount of space and you just have to fit as many pieces in that space as possible at the end. Whoever gets the most, I think that one you get more, you get the most creativity out of your thought process with that one. Um, that one's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I love Tricky Towers. It's a fun, fun little game and everybody should play it. Uh, I love it. So. You're playing it on PC. Yeah, got on got on the Steam. I'm sure it's available on like everything. So I think it's on like everything. Yeah, I think it's I think it's on everything. It's been out for five or six years, so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's 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 yeah, made its way to everything. I think the first time I played it was I think it was a PS plus game on PS4. OK, yeah, uh, I think that was my first exposure to it, but I think I own it on like four consoles. Now. <laughs> uh, it's just a cool game. It's like every time it yeah. shows up for, you know, like on a promotion, I'm like, ah, yeah, it's two bucks whatever yeah. was it an yeah, ouya exclusive no I'm, I'm i don't believe so i'm thinking uh, of the other towers and, game <laughs> and, no yeah that's uh shit uh, i know towerful 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 there you yeah. go uh and the ouya it it will have its day in the sun it's one of these days on this podcast Soon. where we ream it <laughs> yeah it deserves it because there's a lot of really good people that had a lot of really good intentions that ended up getting really, really screwed. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's but. interesting for sure. We'll talk about that eventually, but that's been playing anything else. No, that, that was, that was my big one. I have been playing a little bit more Panzer Paladin. I played a couple more levels of that. I died and didn't beat the level. So, um, died twice and was just like, I'm not in the mood to play this today, apparently, because couldn't get through it, but, uh, I'll get yes. back to it. I'll get back to it. And I also bought Cyber Shadow. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. And I need to play that for sure, because I love Yacht Club games and I love those types of games. So I'm excited about playing some Ninja Gaiden style Contra-esque games by Yacht Club. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm roughly halfway through Cyber Shadow at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh really like that game that yeah. game is really cool yeah uh, that's another game that i'm like just slowly chipping away at mm -hmm. uh i feel like if i had to sit down and just bang my head against that rock for a while i think i think i would get frustrated in spots yeah it is incredibly choreographed and there is definitely a way that you are supposed to do a lot of those things in there and so it it's much in the way that like people can get very good at battle toads it is purely muscle memory in a lot of these situations because there's a lot of choreographed moments, especially in the more vertical stages. Like right. there's a, a level that's very similar to the Castlevania three, uh, the gears and the clock tower level. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Where you're going vertically, but there's also instead of Medusa heads, there's a bunch of these birds that fly by you. <laughs> yeah. And there's definitely like, if it, you're like, it's going good. It's going good. It's going good. Shit. I fell out of the timing. Oh shit. I'm dying. Oh my God. I'm dead. Oh, no. <laughs> and it just, everything goes from perfect to shit in like six <laughs> seconds. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's oh. it. I don't know if I have a complaint about that or if it's just, that's the game, man. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That probably is just the game. It feels like a Castlevania. That's just the game. Thing. Yeah. Castlevania and Ninja Gaiden. Very, very similar in that vein. Cause they're just, yeah, they can I'm cool. I'm very gifted in the fact that like when I was banging my head against all these Castlevania rocks mm -hmm. 25 years ago. Yeah, I didn't have anything else to do. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's it was like, well, I guess we're starting again. You know, this is what you did. It's like it's the middle of the summer and I have nothing going on and it's 8 p.m. and I'm not allowed outside anymore. So <laughs> we're going to keep we're playing going. this. Guess we're playing this Castlevania. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so let's I guess we'll move to our topic of the day. Yeah. Let's talk about Black Widow, um, the newest fair from Marvel that was due out. Uh what uh march of last year I yeah think? Uh, last last march or last april yeah something like that i think it was like easter weekend or something like that it was right around there yeah yeah and it was it was one of those that was like like to to its last moments of like it's coming out and then they're finally like no it's not coming out um so they finally got that released um this is the first foray foray into the 
next phase of the Marvel MCU plan by Kevin Feige, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I thought it was thought it was OK. A uh, few problems with it that I thought were a little silly. Um, but all in all, I've, I thought the tone was fine. I thought the theme was pretty good. The thematic run through of the whole thing. It's about family. I don't know if you knew that. Um, ah, but, it's the two big blockbusters this year so far. Both yeah. about family. Both family. It's about family. It's about family. Um, you know, I, I, I love those memes, by the way. Yeah, yeah they're great. Yeah, it's they're the best. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's good stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it for for what it was. I didn't think it was like a top tier Marvel movie by any stretch. Um, <coughs> so. Uh, Excuse He's, me. Yeah, yeah it's it's definitely for me like lower, <coughs> like right right at the, near the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, well, I mean, here's the thing: is that like I haven't hated a single Marvel movie. Sure. So it's not like when I say it's at the bottom, it's just awful. It just it, right. It's down there, like right. You know, I mean, other than Killmonger, I thought uh, Black Panther was just kind of. Eh. Yeah, I agree. I, I Killmonger was awesome, and I was like, "Shit, you guys fucked up!" Because he was the best character in this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll bullshit him back to life eventually. Well, they already oh, did. I'm actually. Sure. Well, they already did technically. So. Uh, oh, that's right. He's in the What If uh, uh, cartoon. He is. Well, uh, yeah, because somebody realized we I mean, we we done fucked up. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> like... Well, in between all that, like. Uh, low-key shit with the you know time manipulation and everything i there's a few of these people i could see come back right yeah uh, yeah so yeah you had this big run of things prior sorry do you have a point to finish off i didn't mean to uh yeah well what i was gonna say is that like i agree on almost everything that you said mm-hmm. but i do one thousand percent believe that there is a 45 minute chunk in the middle of that film. Yeah. That is fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, it, I totally it, agree. It's just like, how long did they have to sit around that fucking table and yes. talk about that my, uh, brainwashed pig? And yeah. just, you the, know, like that needed that goes on forever. That needed some, some Hollywood style editing down. Like, People talk about that how we like, should have been 95 minutes. Yeah. Right. Like that. Like they they got all that like across like super quick in that situation. And they just kept repeating it. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> like Natasha's cold. Okay. She doesn't want a family. Yelena wants the family. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, all right, I get it. So. Man. Well, and, and one thing I would say is that the uh, and this is going into the third act. I'll just I just want to drop this out there and just get it out there. So if you really want to pull the lever on spoiler parachute, just yep. do it now. Do it now. Get um, it now. So, man, how fucking Hollywood predictable was you can't touch me diplomatic immunity I pheromones my dick energy is why you can't hurt me well fuck off well I I I had a different parallel I was thinking it's the other protocol from Robocop that was like the secret six protocol or whatever dick, dick like, you're fired dick <laughs> you're fired thank you yeah exactly right that's what I saw it as um, uh, I don't think anyone's mentioned this yet, though. That's actually a thing. And they don't name him after the villain, but there's a villain that's a Black Widow villain that does that. His name is Mandrill. So that's a that's actually a thing. Um, I only know this because I'm a real Black Widow fan. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, like, I, I've always been a really big Black Widow fan. Right, Mandrill <laughs> is like this. He's like this. Well, he's an ape man because comics love ape men. Um, they do. They do. They love it. DC especially. DC's got a billion of them. Uh, but Mandrill like has pheromones that he can control women with. That's his whole shtick. Um, and so there you go. Um, which they also made the same power as Purple Man in Jessica Jones. So David Tennant and Jessica Jones as well. So I guess that same kind of shtick kind of thing. The thing that bugged me about that whole scene is like uh, back up, just back up, just like 
back up against the room and then shoot him. Like that's that's literally all you have to do. Pheromones don't go that far. <laughs> they don't they don't go that far unless he's been like hot boxing in that office for a while. That's no, I'm sure he's been he's been laying farts in that <laughs> chair for a while. So but yeah, my so that one that one I kind of like that one was kind of like I like I knew that she was like going to be programmed not to hurt him or whatever. Um, uh, the pheromone thing kind of came out of came out of left field, but uh, it was uh, comic accurate for another character, which is you know um, another thing this movie does is just <laughs> like use namesakes instead of uh, actual characters. Um, but yeah, just borrowing a lot of things. Yeah. Cause like the taskmaster reveal, I, that, that was a big problem wow. for me because like, I, I don't know why that was supposed to be like this big reveal at the, at the end there. I feel like they wanted that to be a big reveal, but then <sighs> they couldn't justify it. I don't know. Like, it's like, oh no, it's that girl that we saw five seconds of that maybe we talked about a little bit it, it, like it was nothing there there was nothing there no and and there was no reason that had to be taskmaster at all uh taskmaster is a completely different character entirely um you could have used taskmaster why call the character that when you could just have that character you know what i mean it's like the mandarin syndrome from iron man 3 it's like like i get you don't want like a fu manchu style chinese villain in your movie I totally understand that, right? Uh, twenty twenty one, uh, or you know, twenty. When did Iron Man three come out? Like eighteen years ago, uh, something like that. Yes, like, uh, twenty. It was twenty fourteen. I understand why you don't want to have a Fu Manchu Chinese villain in your movie. I get it, but why call it the Mandarin if it's not the Mandarin? So you well, know, these are the same people that you know fucking made Wandavision and named the guy Boner. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, this is Quicksilver. Right. Uh, yeah. Nope. You know, that whole intrigue about like maybe parallel dimensions and bringing over the uh, the Fox uh, nope. uh, X-Men stuff. Boner joke. Boner joke instead. <laughs> That's all that was. That was a boner joke. Get it? Did you like that? No, I no. didn't like that at all. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so, and it's just weird stuff, like weird decisions like that. That's just a little bit like, why would that be a thing? So like, I, I didn't dislike the whole idea of like this super, you know, like anti Black Widow character that was using Cap's moves and using, you know, uh, Hawkeye's moves and stuff like that. But like, you're going to reveal it to be a character we know nothing about or care about at all. So what what's the difference that I had a problem with? And also the magical red gas was stupid. I just that was dumb. <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was a good idea that it was just like, oh, none of these women who have been kidnapped since they were children and trained to kill have any personality defects whatsoever from that from that experience. It's just the gas you see like what <laughs> it just it it's just like magically we can just say that all of these widow characters totally are fine now that we've put red gas in them and they're fine. They're not, none of them are like hardened killers or like developed any kind of like problematic personality syndromes. They're, perfectly, <laughs> they're, they're all perfectly nice people that are, that just needed the red gas. Like Does what? It? it makes no sense. Like, why would you do that? Like it's, it's, you know, I hate to say it, but it's almost like the, it's the fucking Joker, you know, parable yeah. of, you know, it's just one bad day. It's just a little bit right. of red gas. And then all right. like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> fine now it's like you, you kidnapped all these women since they were children and not one of them was like, Oh, I kind of like this. None of them turned out to be a psychopath. Really? Like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like, they're all very like, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, if you're training, whatever, I just, I can't hang on. All right. I got to stop you right here because I am, I, I am taken aback that we have not sat down and talked about the yeah. intro credit scene of this movie. We have not talked to the, intro that is like four minutes long, too long of a sad, dramatic <laughs> re-recording cover of smells like teen spirit. Yes. <laughs> and it's not very good. And, and it seems, and, and, this, and this is just me, it seems like that entire scene 
only exists because they think that you're an idiot and don't understand what the passage of time was through the 90s. Right, yeah. You know, it's just, it, it's a sad cover song of Smells Like Teen Spirit over imagery of the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah. I, Dude, I, I fucking know what happened. Like, I don't know why people, think, like, I don't know why that Marvel Studios, well, I know why, but like, they need to stop just trying to ride James Gunn's nuts on this music thing, okay? Because he's better at it than He's way better at it than you are, okay? He knows the appropriate times to use it, and he incorporated his mix track into the emotional plot of his movie. He knows what he's doing. Like, you can't just be like, oh, see? They listen to American Pie. You get, you get it? They 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 listen to that. So And then a couple of people are gonna like slowly, sadly hum lyrics to it <laughs> the whole movie in, in dramatic points of the movie. <laughs> like <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> uh... Right. And and that's the thing that irritated me because I thought like the interactions between them as a family afterwards were much better when they didn't do that obvious stuff. Like that stuff that's been done forever. Or, you know, for yeah, since I the thought beginning that of it. the chemistry was yeah. fine. Like when he's telling the like, story, he's telling the story. That my father, he he go bathroom on my hands. Like that shit was all funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was all funny stuff. And he can't let go of the fact that he that he probably didn't fight Captain America. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but he claims that he did. So you know, it, it's like did he, did he mention me? Did he mention me? <laughs> no, no. Why would he mention you? You know, it's like. <laughs> He was on ice the whole time, you know, it's like, like all that stuff was fun. And Yelena, like calling Black Widow out for a pose and stuff like that stuff's all fine, you know? Yeah. Um, I like when, uh, when, when she did the pose and we're yeah. like, Ugh, I yeah, feel like, oh God, she caught herself doing it. Like, oh no, what am I doing? <laughs> like, that was pretty And funny. I think she's great. I actually didn't realize until like we were halfway into that movie. I'm like, oh shit, that's the girl from Midsommar. Yeah. That's the Midsommar girl. Which a movie I love. You enjoyed that movie a lot, eh? I yeah. loved that movie. Interesting, uh, interesting. Yeah, I like one of the best horror. You know, I wouldn't really call it a horror movie. It's it's yeah. a horror-ish movie. It's yeah. great. It has the same vibe. I, I liked Hereditary. I didn't really like that one as much. Um, Man, I love Hereditary. That scene in the car. Hereditary is the yes. All the scenes I in that movie flipped. Out. <laughs> All the scenes in that movie, like that movie, is like it's dread, like it's just dread in uh-huh. Um, it's it's yeah, good like stuff. not since it follows had I yeah, <laughs> it follows is good too. Well, I only recently it follows saw that. makes me feel gross. Yeah, <laughs> I only recently saw that movie. That was good. I enjoyed. Yeah, that. I. Uh, you have my shutter login, don't I, you? I do. You gave me that a while ago. I need to start I, using I guess, that. I, I got some recommendations uh, yeah. for you on there. There's, there's some good stuff. Rock but, on. Uh, yeah, Rock so... Um, yeah. I guess that's kind of my, my largest complaints of Black Widow is right. that, A, like the fact that they don't think that... And I know that there's young people who I guess just yeah. don't give a shit. There are people that like, don't know that period time period, to be fair. you know. I, re- I just find that so weird. Yeah. Like the the passage of time, like the, the idea that I don't understand that and that you couldn't have summed that up quicker, quicker. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. These, these straight to these straight to streaming experiences, like they kind of let people leave too much in, you know, you got wonder woman 84, which was just a slog. There's too much in it, you know? And yeah. And you know, even like Snyder cut, as we discussed a few weeks yeah. ago, it, uh, it, it was fine, but I feel like it collapses a bit under its own weight. Like all yeah. of these movies are too long. Yes, I totally agree. All of these movies the, are too long. I, I I could not agree with you more that this could have been a ninety minute fair, and it would that would have been, been bl- awesome. It would have been a blast. Would have been an absolute blast because you could have worked in all the same character stuff. You just shorten it a little bit. Just cut it down. Yeah. Cut it down. I, I couldn't. You know, I, and I didn't feel like there. So here's the thing, and this is the God's honest truth coming from my mouth, and if anyone wants to have other feelings, that's fine. But we have, we've done this enough in Hollywood mm-hmm. that the, this has been proved out. Yeah. Prequels don't work. Yeah. 
Because, yeah. right? If it was something that was truly that important, it yeah. would have shaped the character so much right. that I would have already known enough of it. Yeah. For yeah. me to be satisfied. Yes. Or what you're about to tell me is so completely superfluous, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, totally agree. There, there are exceptions where you can be clever with that. Um, and I thought they were going to be at one point. Name a prequel that's good. Uh, name a prequel that's good? Well, the Star Wars prequels, obviously. All three of them. Fantastic oh. movies. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's me being facetious, just to let you know. Like, not oh. the Star Wars movies, not the <laughs> Hobbit movies. Yeah, the Hobbit movies uh. aren't great. Um, yeah, uh, I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to, is, is Godfather 2 a prequel? No. <laughs> can't, can't remember. Um, you know. I, I, you know, Godfather 2, they, they do some prequel-ish kind of stuff in it. Yeah, that's true. All, all the scenes that's in true. Cuba. Uh, uh, typically prequel stuff is good for like series of things like series that take place prior to things uh, is, is, is pretty okay. You can be clever with it. Sometimes I thought they were going to be that with this because you can't tease Natasha dying, obviously, because guess what? She dies later. Um, we already know. We already know that. But when they teased Yelena, maybe dying, like when she was like doing that whole sacrificial part there and then, Natasha shows up in Civil War with blonde hair. You could see like, OK, maybe that's like the shaping of like why she chose blonde hair in that movie. If she lost her sister during this whole thing, turns out she obviously didn't die. You know that as soon as you see the explosion go off and like nothing touches her, you're like, oh, OK, she'll be fine. So <laughs> it's like because like they built it up like she was going to sacrifice herself. And it was like, oh, man, they might kill off Yelena. That's sad. And then the explosion goes off and like she's like perfectly fine and just falling through the sky. I was like, oh, okay, got it. So um, here's a question for you. Yeah. Has there ever been a superhero movie where the main antagonist is on screen for less time? Yeah, I, I don't. That was another thing that I noticed. It did like barely on there. It's like, what all. if Ultron... <laughs> In <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron showed up at the beginning and then just kind of showed up at the, the tail end of the third act. Right. Yeah. And if it was like it, I would say, oh, actually, you know what? It's probably Civil War because Zemo is barely in that movie because it's mainly about the conflict between Tony and Tony and Cap. That's a good point. So I had that, thought about Baron Zemo. In that. That, that's about the only one I will say. But yes, I agree. But again, it's centered around the conflict between those two characters more so than Zemo. Zemo is just kind of puppeteering it in the background. So yeah, to um, be fair, Avengers Civil War, I mean, uh, Captain America Civil War, whatever the hell that was called. Right. Uh, it the main antagonist is the Civil War. <laughs> Not really Baron Zemo yeah. so much. But, exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's the main antagonist, right? Exactly. It's just it's but yeah, the that's, act of Civil War. Yeah, that's about the only one I'll give you. And like, I don't know. He just, he came off as cheesy to me. I didn't like the villain. I thought he was, they just, they did a little bit too much of the, they, they, they hammered home the, 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 yes, women, fucking women, you know? It just, it's just like, who, like, what is this guy? Like, like i don't know like, yeah i it was I, weird I, I got a very uh, that wasn't gerard depardieu playing that was it i i don't know i don't know who Ger gerard depardieu is um uh, he's a, a subhuman looking slob uh <laughs> that was kind of kind of popular in the 90s oh, um you described yeah, oliver it, platt to me but okay <laughs> <laughs> pretty close actually pretty close <laughs> um but yeah like i that dude, I I nothinged him. Yeah, yeah, it was like the entire time he was on screen. I'm like, well, she's gonna figure out how to straight murk this dude. Just give her a minute, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and I guess that was to headbutt the nervous system of her head or something, or close her nose. Yeah, I, I, what I again, a, what a stupid thing. Yeah, again, just like like back up to the other side of the room and shoot him. Like it's like pheromones don't go that far, guys. Like what? Well, and also like so, Melina wanted him dead too. Right. But she's like, well, I'm the one who built the the locks on these cages down here. Couldn't right. she have in that time where they were preparing just told Nat how to do it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think so. I feel like it. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to you know, speak out of turn here or anything, dude. But yeah, well, uh, to be fair, they did have to do the switcheroo because they were trying to get the information. So I will give it that at least because um, they needed yeah, the data. The, the Mission way. Impossible face pull thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like I've seen this a lot already yeah, in movies. That was fun because that was in that was in Winter Soldier too. So she had that same little masky thing in Winter Soldier at one point. So am I the only person that doesn't like Winter Soldier? I probably because I loved it. I think that I think that character sucks. <laughs> really? Oh, that's right. I, you I don't like that, Bucky. That's right. You hate Bucky. Yeah. Bucky sucks, man. <laughs> like that actor is the worst. Really? I don't think he's that the bad. Worst. I mean, I don't. I don't sing his praises to like. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, oh, fucking Sebastian Shaw. The fuck is his name? I can't remember his name. Something. Is. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I, I'm not gonna be like the guy that like praises him entirely. I don't think he's that bad. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, I think he's about like on par with Anthony Mackie. It's like, yeah, he's fine. You know, it's, it's, they 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 service pretty well. But anyway, I, I don't know. Again, I think all the he's action. No Bionic Commando. I'll tell you that. That's true. He's no Bionic Commando. Um, yeah, and also Winter Soldier is like one of the only villains that they kept comic book accurate, which I enjoyed. So, you know, because they can't seem to do that at all ever. So. No, they have a really, really bad habit of just fucking that all the way up. Yeah, I don't know why that's... Even the Thanos stuff. Like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know why they can't... Thanos, they at least made into an interesting character, at the very least, though. I did like who he was apart from who he was in the comics. I thought he was kind of infinitely more interesting than he was in... Uh, in the comics. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, like they can't really like keep to, to, to their com. It's like they, it's like they'll, they'll keep to the comic lore for the heroes, but like for the, for the villains, they're like embarrassed for some reason. Like, Oh, we don't want to do him like the comic. He's, you know, it's weird. I don't understand it. So, yeah, it's like a lot of those justifications that it's like somebody looked at it and went like, well, this will be embarrassing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the only time they did it was like with Red Skull and maybe they just were like, ah, I was too cheesy. Like, I liked Red Skull. <laughs> like, he was he was a comic book Nazi villain. Like, I liked him. I don't know. It's like he wasn't like the strongest, like, antagonist through the whole thing, but he, he was he was enjoyable, you know? I don't know. Yeah, if they could have made like a tiny dancing Hitler, I would have taken that over Red right? Skull. But Red Skull will do. Yeah, tiny dancing Hitler is always, always fun. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I again, I think everything like action oriented. Th- this thing plays well as an action movie. I think it, uh, it just it has those beats they could have like sped up a little bit. They needed to need to get to the point with certain thing with certain parts. If you had edited better, if you would have done a better job editing this film, yeah, it would have drawn the good jokes mm-hmm. closer together. Yep, which would have completely changed the tone of this movie, I think, in a positive way. Yeah. What if instead of like a self-serious adventure, this ended up as more of a lighthearted romp of like, dude, we're going to go kill this guy and free these ladies and I'm Mm going to meet my family and it's going to be fun. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing with Ragnarok is that they finally... It took them three times. But by the time they made the third movie, they finally figured out what if Thor didn't suck? Yeah. What if what if he just had Hemsworth personality? Because he's got a yeah. good personality. Just let him do that. And that's what it was. So, you know, you know, and, and that Ragnarok is why I feel like in uh, Infinity War and Endgame, the movie, the interactions between Rocket Raccoon and Thor totally work. Yeah. Absolutely. He's like, oh, you got some family, though. Oh, they're dead. They're all dead. Your mother? Dead. Dead. Mother? Father? (laughs) Dead. (laughs) Brother? Just died. I think he's going to stay dead this time. Like, that interaction there on the ship is amazing. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. It's some Um, of the best stuff in Infinity War, period. And that's the other thing. It's just their interaction. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm sure that there were parts of that scene that were even longer that they filmed. And they decided, let's cut this down. Make it this, you know, make it this link. The jokes closer together. Right. Pull them together a little bit and then we'll move on to the next scene that, that's similar to in, in that regard. And it just it feels like they were just like, ah, just release the whole thing. We got we got Disney lets us do as much time as we want. And it's like, why is this two hours? 90 minutes yeah. would have been perfect for this movie. 
No one can do a movie in 90 minutes anymore except animation. It's the only ones that do it anymore. So, man, it, it irritates me. Just just cut and it on down. on that bombshell, yeah. do you have any other thoughts about Black Widow? Um, uh, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Um, that should have absolutely 100% come out before Infinity War. Um, they should have just put this out before Infinity War. It would have been, it should have came out the same summer, yeah. maybe like early fall of, uh, Civil War. Yeah. Right after Civil War. Like, you know, well, just... actually put it right after Guardians because Guardians came out that same year. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. So put it, put it out right, right after that. And this, this would have been fine. Uh, the only other thing is that I'm sad, like, I liked the guy, the the dude from Stranger Things. Um, yeah, Hobbs. I liked him as Red Guardian. I I really wish he wasn't Red Guardian because he really, really should be Ben Grimm in Fantastic Four movie. But that's the only other like complaint that I have. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I I, I I would be interested in seeing more Red Guardian. I think that yeah. guy is a great actor, with the exception yeah. of his turn as Hellboy. Right. Yeah. Uh, Woof. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he was bad in that. I just think that was no. a bad movie. No, he was he was saddled with one of the worst scripts I've yes. seen in years. It wasn't good. It was very bad. Um yeah, and apparently they're in talks to do a Red Guardian movie, so uh we or a series on on the Disney Plus, so we will we will see. I don't know if I want to see it in Central, but maybe maybe uh, he might be good as a Central uh, protagonist. So, so back when they were uh, casting for Cable for Deadpool two, yes. he was campaigning to be Cable. I he think was. he would have been a good Cable, a very different mm-hmm. Cable from the one we got in the movie. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. There were several. I think he yeah, there were several people campaigning for that. Stephen Lang from uh, Avatar, the only. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the cigar chewing mm-hmm. uh, commander guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in there. He, he was in the running for that. He really wanted to. Uh, they gave it to I think Brolin. they made the right choice. It was just weird that Brolin was, yeah, like an antagonizing figure yeah. <laughs> in two different Marvel projects at the same time. Right? Yeah, it was, it was uh, funny. It was pretty funny. And I don't know if that's like one hand wasn't you know watching what the other one was doing or whatever, but like well, it totally worked. Yeah, it was the Fox thing because they were still Fox at that time. So uh, the Deadpool movies. Yeah, so. I would have maybe used yeah. like for Thanos. Yeah, if you were going to cast anybody else, I think Perlman did a great job. I would have yeah. gone with Ron Perlman. Yeah. Oh, Perlman would have been great. Perlman would have been a great Thanos. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, got to do all that mocap stuff, you know. So and apparently, yeah. Brolin did a lot of that. So who knows? So he Brolin's yeah. awesome, man. Like yeah. it's still hard to believe that's the older brother from the fucking Goonies. Right. Like, I know that that freaked me out when someone mentioned that. I was like, oh my. He God, had this is. like fifteen year gap in his career where he yeah. still looked too young. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but now he like he's around 50 something mm-hmm. and he's got a look and he's still ripped and all that stuff. So like now, like just projects yeah. are laying in his lap whenever right. he moves. So what? Well, uh, same with a uh, uh, guy who played Deathstroke, Joe Mangi- Manginella, Man- Manganella. Man- yeah. 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 The guy that was in uh, the uh, Magic Mike. Yeah. He was and, in the Magic Mike. The vampire and- show. And he was Flash Thompson in Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. That's right. And it's like, oh, my God, that's Flash Thompson. Everyone in this high school is like 30 years old. (laughs) (laughs) That is the oldest high school I've ever seen in my entire life. Oldest high school I've ever seen. Uh, Someone mentioned, uh, like, if you go back and watch like the old, uh, if you go back and watch uh, the first Spider-Man movie, uh, the teacher who's like with like. Peter Parker and Flash Thompson's like, hey guys, settle down or whatever. He is two years younger than both of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> is, I didn't actually realize that. It's pretty funny. Like that guy, that actor at the time was two years younger than Joe and uh uh, uh Toby Toby McGuire. So that's really funny. Thought that was pretty good. Thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I I give I give I give it a solid thumbs up with some problems here and there. Um, you know, it, it again. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I don't think that Marvel movies are like the perfect things. Like people really thought like Black Panther was like the perfect thing in the world, and I'm just like it was it was, it was all right. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Great villain. That, that that ending sucked. Like, didn't that ending yeah. suck? Like that ending yeah. was real dumb. It had CG rhinos in it. Like, yeah, that was, that was bad. 
I feel like and <laughs> way too many similarities to the Gungans from yep. uh, Star Wars Episode <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah, they had the little shields. You're right. They had, did. They had the little shield. They did. I, like when I was in the theater watching that, I was like, "Did someone just fucking trick me into rewatching Star Wars Episode <laughs> One?" Wait, this is the Gungan fight. Hold on, where are the droids? I've seen this. Roger, Roger. <laughs> oh but, man. But yeah, yeah, I I would give this movie like, and you know. I'm a little harsher number wise than other people, but I believe mm-hmm. in using the full scale. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a two out of five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally watchable. It's not going to hurt you. It's sure. you're not going to feel harmed by it in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're looking to get back out of the movies, you know, I, I've been to the movies yeah. twice since, you know, we've yeah. been back to normal and, you know, movie theaters have, can yeah. give you a good experience. Yeah. Uh, true. And, this is a good thing to eat popcorn. It, me and my wife ate junk food and right. watched this, like, you know, yeah. like chili cheese nachos and right. a corn dog. Yeah. And it was great. You know, we went to the drive-in movie theater. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. And, you know, while I didn't love the movie or anything, it was totally fine. I just really yeah. wish it's kind of, I feel like for the Marvel stuff, we're in the mid period right now where Stephen King was like in the early to mid nineties mm-hmm. where Whenever they would tell him, hey, man, you need an editor, he would tell them, shut up, I'm Stephen King. <laughs> and so yeah. everything just ends up being very overlong. Right. Uh, and yeah, I, I just I, I think all of these films since uh, yeah. I think like was the first long one Civil War. Was that when they really started breaking like the two and a half hour mark? Yeah, that's when they started to really stretch it. Like because like, even yeah, that, that, he- that's. Even Avengers was like two hours, 10 minutes or something like that. So yeah. it wasn't even. Well, and, yeah. and Avengers felt like, all right, you, so all the solo movies should be right. in the 90 to, you know, 110 minute range. And then your big event movies like Avengers, those are the ones that are 120 to maybe 150 minute run. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, then like at some point they decided that all of them needed to be two and a half hours. And this right. absolutely did not need to be. No, not uh, at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. I have not yes. watched the last episode of Loki yet, but uh, I, I'm I'm curious to do that. I hear the end of that is kind of interesting. I've only watched the first episode so far, so I will I'll be it's, in- yeah, it's fine. It it seems okay. I, I like Tom it's Hiddleston, fine. so I like Tom. I Hiddleston. like and Owen Wilson. I like Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's fun with his severely broken nose. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, I will say. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, I was going to say, I saw a really dumb video with Owen Wilson where somebody had replaced all the sounds in this video oh. with Owen Wilson saying, wow. Oh, yeah, the the, the lightsabers. Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah. Wow. Lightsabers. <laughs> they, they do it with a lot of stuff now. It's good. Wow. Wow. Um, but uh, I will say that I am happy that it's doing well, this movie, because um, Black Widow, like I have, sta- I've had statues of Black Widow, like on my shelf for a while. Like, I've always enjoyed this character. I read Daredevil. She was always a secondary Daredevil character. Um, she isn't anymore. Uh, but, uh, and she's always been, I think you you as well, she's one of, been consistently one of my favorite characters through the Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun kind of getting to know this character. I, I, I'm really glad that this, this movie's doing well in the post-COVID implosion of Hollywood uh, so maybe things are getting back to back to normal a little bit with uh, I'm just glad stuff. to stop hearing everybody in Hollywood just whine about like well we don't know if the industry is ever going to recover it's right. like yeah, well guess what when everything goes back to normal you'll yeah. be fine dipshit yeah uh, but you know but I mean that that's the thing is like you know like it, it's kind of hard to gauge because like movies weren't doing great other than Marvel movies and comic book movies weren't doing great prior to it either but so it, it's good to see that this is like that like this is doing well and it made a bunch of money on Disney plus and uh, you know, a bunch of money in the, bo- you know, a lot of money in the box office. Cause here's a character that I think really this should have been out prior to end game instead of captain Marvel. Like this is the movie you should have put out. Like I don't think you needed captain Marvel at all in that movie, but Natasha was very important throughout the case of end game. So why not release this one instead? Uh, you know, that that's neither here nor there, I guess, at this point, because that's not what they did. But still, um, I think that would have made much more sense. So, 
there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the Captain Marvel is another one I, I sort of put near the bottom, and it's not because I'm some kind of fucking misogynist or something. It just felt like uh, I, I, I that movie I, was really long. I borderline hate that movie. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I don't like that movie at all. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about it that irritates me, and um, um, I could probably go through a whole thing as to why I don't like it that much. Um, but, uh, but we'll have to save know. that yes. for another day. For another day, because we have done it, Hoss. We are finished, and you can check out this podcast and many others like it uh, at videodestruct.com or destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Videodestruct, and you can also... Follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore buddy. That's H-O-S-S underscore B-U-D-D-Y. I talk about video games and all sorts of stuff. I'm about to hit a uh, follower milestone, and I think I'm going to give away something. Ooh, cool. Uh, just uh, yeah, so go give me a follow if you haven't already. Chance to, to win some free swag. Yeah. Uh, it might be some kind of like a trade paperback comic book or something, uh, just kind of share the love a little bit, a good yeah. opportunity to infect people with the books that I like to read because yeah. I read the good shit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, and if somebody doesn't want a comic book, maybe I'll have an alternative where you can get a video game or something. I've got some video game keys sitting around that I've been uh, looking to unload. Heck so, yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. uh, go give me a follow on Twitter, and in the next couple of weeks, uh, I'll uh, give away a couple of things just because I won an awesome comic book on Twitter the other day, nice. and I want to share the love. I want a copy of Something is Killing the Children number five. Oh, nice. Very cool. That's I like a $150 comic book. Yeah, I still need to read that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good price tag. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, uh, and you go ahead and read that before they do a TV series on Netflix about it. So uh, they just signed uh, that yeah. deal last week. It's the same people that made Doctor Sleep, that uh, Stephen yeah. King uh, adaptation. Yeah, uh, that's a really good creative team. I think they're just going to do a series of movies. Yeah, I think for so. for Netflix, but it is a made-for-Netflix thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would cool. strongly recommend reading it. It's one of the best comics going right now. So very cool, awesome. Well, that's going to do it for this week, guys. We are out of time. We gotta go. Yeah.